All right. So, hey, Bob. Hello. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing all right. It was yeah. uh, another eventful night at the brewery it, last it night. It was. It really was. It was actually pretty crazy. They're doing this uh, this construction outside. They're building this this big thing, and they're making a roundabout Traffic outside. Circle. And mm-hmm. and they hit they hit something, yeah. and an electromagnetic pulse went. Just the building. you watch you watch it like a shock wave come in the door, and it knocked the batteries out of my, uh, our digital the, recorder. The recorder, and uh, and everything it. else was fine. So yeah. the only thing that could have knocked, that could have killed the digital recorder, was this pulse. It mm-hmm. couldn't have been something as mundane as just like batteries running out. It, no, it had no. to be something serious. It, there's always it's always an exciting. I'm not that thing. ill prepared with batteries. But it's always something crazy and unexpected. It is. Uh, well, it's 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 never anything simple. No. Uh, like a dead battery. No. Um, or a no. Bum, why why uh, SD why card. not rule out simple things? No, it's, I, it's I always got to be something complicated things, fantastical and amazing, uh, and potentially dangerous. But uh, luckily, uh, we are human and not robots, and EMP pulses don't affect uh, people. Exactly. So we uh, we lost the first round of questions, mm-hmm. and then uh, we were able to recover during the break before yes. we read the answers. So we're just going to read the questions off. Yes. For round one, our, our multiple choice round, and Indeed. also Indeed. say that uh, if you're in the greater Morristown metropolitan area, mm-hmm. we will be doing uh, some Star Wars trivia Fantastic. on May the 4th. Fantastic. Because May the, May 4th, the 4th be, with, be you. with you, of course. Trivia spectacular. So if you're in the area, time. Um, you know, please join us. If you're not in the area, maybe you'll you'll listen to us. Uh, on May the fifth or the sixth, and the show will cover. The show will cover the greater Star Wars universe, the trilogy of trilogies, the TV shows, any Star Wars adjacent stuff that we Yay. feel like throwing in there. Probably not fun. books. Probably not comics. I mean, there's only no. so much. There's only, there's only so, so much. much. There's only I think so much. The visual, the visual medium of yeah. Star Wars. I think we're going to cover. Be there, be square. Come dressed in something and win a point for your team. Sure, why not? Why not? They're free. Take two. They're small. Yeah, exactly. All right, so so let's get in some questions. Yeah, Yeah, if you've not not played with us before on the podcast, I guess we can go over uh, the ground rules uh, a little bit. Four rounds of eight questions worth one point each. Some bonus questions in the even rounds. That would be two and four. Fifth round is the eight-question penalty round. Penalty what round. Is that? I'll tell you, the penalty round is in round five. We will give you three points for every correct answer. But if you get a wrong answer, we're going to take two of those points back. We will. And then if you don't, if you don't answer, if you're playing conservatively, we won't give you any points. We won't take away any points either. No. It's you no. know nothing ventured, nothing gained. Exactly. Let's go into round one. Question number one. Take it away. Classic advertising is the category. This consumer electronics store was so insane, they'd celebrate Christmas in August. Was this A, Crazy Betty, B, Crazy Freddy, C, Crazy Eddie, or D, Crazy Horse? Oh. Mm. Now this, if you're not in the greater New York metropolitan area, uh, you'd probably have no guess. 
as to what this is. This was a local electronics chain, and they had a uh, radio personality DJ as their pitch man, mm-hmm. Jerry somebody or other. Right. And uh, everybody thought that the pitch man was crazy so-and-so, and it wasn't. It, nope. He no. wasn't. He was a, he was a different just guy. actor. It was Jerry Carroll was the name of the guy. Ah, there we go. The, so uh, Jerry Carroll. So Jerry Carroll was not crazy so-and-so. No. Um, he was Jerry Carroll. Was. And yes. uh, crazy so-and-so was instead a bad person. Anyway, yes, so that's that's question one. Let, let's move to question two. Let's move to question two. Which NFL team had the most players arrested since January 2000? Was it A, the Minnesota Vikings, B, the Oakland Vegas Raiders, C, Philadelphia Eagles, or D, the New York Jets? Now, if this clue seems familiar to you, it means you are subscribed to the Clue Club. Ooh. What's the Clue Club, you ask? So, uh, the Clue Club is a thing that we do every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we post a clue to an upcoming question on our social media feeds. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Best Men Trivia, or you can go to our website, bestmentrivia.com, and take a look at the week's clues, and you can walk in with three points, basically three points for free. All you got to do is, is take a look attention. at the socials. Pay attention to us. That's, That's all you it. need. Walk Just in pay attention. Points. That's all we want. Just people to pay attention to us. That's right. So which NFL team has the most players arrested since January 2000? Thugs. A, the Minnesota Vikings. B, Oakland Vegas Raiders. C, Philadelphia Eagles. Or D, the New York Jets. Now, personally, I would say it's the Jets should have been arrested for the their poor play. Just in general. Their, their poor performance should have been arrested. It's a crime. The way they play is a crime. Exactly. Get arrested for that. That's what I say. Hey, question number three. That's number three. Historic pamphlets. Mm. The, the Communist Manifesto of 1848 was originally written in which language? Was it written in A, Russian, B, German, C, English, or D, Spanish? So if you knew the um, nationality of the author of the Communist Manifesto, you'd be... Halfway there, halfway there, and uh, not too many people knew or put the pieces together that he was this this uh, nationality. That's Mm -hmm. that's true. We can kind of put this uh, since we're talking after the fact. We could say this wasn't a uh, a widely known answer. Apparently, no, no, this was. This, this was, was a tough, tough round, so consider yourselves lucky if you're doing good so far. Exactly. And uh, for our first round, this was a challenging, challenging opener. All right. Um, I think we might have shocked a few people. Question number four, science. Science. If, science. If you, were deep, if you were in deep space, outer, and you spill water, what will happen to the water? Will it A, boil, B, freeze, C, glow, or D, turn blue? So, the presence of deep space outer mm. suggests that there's a deep space inner. Inner? Maybe. The, and is the that just a more satellites are? Right, exactly. Deep space. I wonder what that means, exactly. What's the delineation? Like, when does it, when does it stop being... Close space? 
shallow space shallow space than to deep space shallow space may be like i guess the end of the troposphere i guess sure sure why not the van allen belt i don't know something like that i don't know who knows let's throw Uh, question number five question number five take it away classic albums Mm -hmm. regatta de blank and zenyatta mandata are albums by which band is that the A, Sex Pistols, B, The Pretenders, C, Bob Marley and the Whalers, or D, The Police? Mm. These songs were a staple on my high school radio show. Good album. Good albums. They are. Talented band. Uh, some would say defining. I would say Senyata Mandata was defining Oh, yeah. This band. Put them on the map. For Any sure. hit from that one? And uh, question number six. Question six. Question number six. Animals. What is the only mammal born with horns? Is it A, the antelope, B, the rhinoceros, C, the giraffe, or D, the goat? What is the only mammal born with horns? A, antelope, B, rhinoceros, C, giraffe, or D, goat? I um, commented that uh, that would be uh, probably pretty painful. I would think. Birthing something with horns. I imagine that that could get caught and really do a number on you. Oof. Oof. Maybe they're, hopefully they're just nopes. They're not full-on full on horns. Yeek. Uh, they are. 15 points. Ouch. Ouch. What is the only mammal born with horns? A, antelope. B, rhinoceros. C, giraffe. Or D, goat. Moving on to question number seven. All right. Well, since uh, this is a visual clue, we it will is. refer you to our website, bestmentrivia.com, mm-hmm. where you can see the slides um the visual slides we don't post Mm -hmm. all the slides we post our visual slides um in our our between round brain teasers Mm -hmm. and our scores and the score sheets so you can you know see how you've been doing you can compare against the people playing in the pub Mm -hmm. in the brewery so uh we're looking for the equality state if you know what the equality state is the nickname of the equality state then you're ahead of the game you don't need the visual aids nope um but if you don't know Maybe the visual aid would help. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know this how your was, brain works. This was uh, commemorating uh, suffrage, when the when the ladies got the uh, got the vote. Got the vote down in Suffragette City. Suffragette City. There we go. Down in Suffragette City. That's all I was waiting for. That's it. All right. So uh, question eight. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Classic sitcoms. Um, the sitcom Alf. The alien life form had a taste for what household pet? Was it A, Lucky the dog, B, Lucky the fish, C, Lucky the cat, or D, Lucky the turtle? And I see that Willie. we've used the uh, the definition in the question with ALF, alien life form. Yeah, how about that? Boy, you couldn't get away from ALF in the, in the late 80s, mid 80s. No, you really every, couldn't. He was, on, he was everywhere. He was on... Multiple TV guides. Dynamite Magazine, I'm sure. Rolling oh, Stone. Oh, I'm sure. 
Uh, oh, which is Willie. Willie. Uh, sad story with that guy who played the father on that show. Really? He, oh, yeah, he went uh, on a little baddie. Did he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really sad. Really, he just uh, had some demons. And uh, from Alf to uh, uh, sickness, it was pretty pretty sad. Ah, oh, that's a yeah. drag. I know, it is. Way it to is. bring the room down. Sorry, man, but, uh, you know, it's... I can't not think of that when I think of Alf. And also, the way the show ended. Do you remember the, the way I the show don't. ended? No. So the last episode... Was it with the snow globe? No, no, no. It was really dark. The last episode, the the FBI or the men in black or whoever was, uh, you know, the antagonist on the show, uh, they, cap they basically surround him, like, and capture him. Uh, the black glasses and the black helicopters and the black sedans surround him, and like, it, it fades to black. <laughs> like, that's and you it. just hear a barrage of gunfire. No, no it was just it just goes to black, and you're like, you know, I think they were expecting it was going to be a next season, but it wasn't in the cards, I guess. I guess Brandon Tartikoff or whoever was at the head of NBC at the time were like, nah, you don't. Oh, get we're a, done. You don't, you don't get a second. Uh, Alpha's done. Alpha's done. Two and out. You're done. Uh, yeah, really dark. Um, wow. But that was the end of Alf. But we were looking for what uh, taste for what household pet. Was it Lucky the Dog, Lucky the Fish, Lucky the Cat, or Lucky the Turtle? And with that, that brings us to the end of round number one. Oh, so you can uh, score yourself at home, and you can take Good. a look on our website for another um, thing that won't mean anything to you if you're not in the local area because we're looking for a uh, local nonprofit. Mm -hmm. um, anagrammed is rum simulator mm -hmm. so we're looking for a local nonprofit that de-anagrams from rum simulator you and know, uh, we're going to throw it back to, to ourselves the, to ourselves but the uh another side effect of this emp is that uh, we have no like, memory of it no memory of it we didn't even know didn't even know it happened nope. uh until we found it wasn't out. until we checked the tape that we realized Check, what happened realized uh so wiped out our memory uh everybody who was there um so it'll sound as if we're carrying on as if nothing happened nothing happened because to us at the moment nothing did happen no, nothing happened uh, so, you know, we're always having to, uh, fill in the details afterward, um, when these things happen. And, uh, oh boy, we got 18 teams, 18 teams, a lot of competition this evening in a very tough opening round. Sure was, but that's okay. It's great. We like a the lot tough of, rounds. They're a little competitive. There's a lot of game left. Hey, anybody get the local it. nonprofit? Anybody? Anyone? Anyone? No. Now, Mutual Morris. Facebook.com slash Mutual Morris. Don't go to MutualMorris.com if you'd like to donate. Check them out on their Facebook page. It's a squatter site. It is a squatter site. It is. It's terrible. Check them out on Facebook.com slash Mutual Mars. Hey, let's get some answers.
Consumer Electronics Store was so insane. They'd celebrate Christmas in August. That would be Mr. Crazy, Crazy Eddie. Eddie. Got my first VCR from Crazy Eddie. I used to work at Crazy Eddie. In Rutherford. Down at uh, Mercer Mall ah, during, during in, college. In, uh, I have a Fisher VCR. Crime to sports. NFL team had the most players arrested. The Minnesota Vikings. Communist Manifesto was originally, originally written in German. Karl Marx was German. German. Science. If you were in deep space, you spill water. What happens? It boils. Regatta de Blanc, Zindada Mandata. Albums by who? We just the heard police. a little bit of it. The police. Only mammal born with horns. The giraffe. So tall. You know, giraffes don't make noise. I bet they do when they come out. So if you with hear, the horns, if you, if you hear nothing, it's a, a giraffe. A giraffe might be coming. Quality state, Wyoming. Wyoming. Hey, Wyoming. Colorado? No, that one's Alf Wyoming. Had a taste for Willie Cats. Louie. All right, let's see how folks did in round one. Here We've we go. We've got one perfect round. One perfect round. Not your parents. Congrats. Not perfect. Well Darts and farts. I don't see how that's any of your business. Lunch lady fantasy, the fast turkeys, and the Sherpa and the goat all coming up with seven points. With six points, discreet juice, and I didn't inhale. Ooh, timely. With six. Hey, tomorrow, though. Tomorrow. Everything's coming up Millhouse and off in the corner with five points. With four points in Canada, we call them seagulls. At least we aren't last in the sixth. Damn it. Damn you. <laughs> Damn you. Six cheeks. Sip. Sheep. F you. Lobster tails with three. <laughs> Madely with three. Fresh produce with two. The Cosmopolitans with two. And you're a quizzard, Harry, with one. It's the four S's from now on. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to get it. I know. But it'll take me a minute. I know. All right, folks. Here we go. Let us dive into round two. Question number one. Take it away. Ah, the category is movies. The 1985 movie Mask was the story of an intelligent, outgoing, and humorous teenager suffering from lionitis, a form of facial deformity. What was the lead character's first name? Yes, Cher was in this. Cher was in it, but the character's first name was not Cher. You're no. thinking of Clueless. Sam, uh, who else was in this? Uh, Eric Stoltz. Sam Elliott Sam offering El mustache rides. Sam Elliott. Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Those are the big three. There's the basically big three. Sam the, Elliott, and the Cher. And the rest, the rest were uh, bikers from Central Casting. <laughs> oh, Laura Dern. That's right. That's the girlfriend. Laura Dern is the girlfriend. That's right. That's Very right. good. Thank you, somebody in the back. Well done. This is a great movie. Ah, it's terrific. Directed by uh, Peter Bogdanovich. It was a staple on HBO. Oh, it really was. Oh. Do we have a movie? Ah, mask. Throw it up there. All right, moving on. 
Question number two, singers. It's not unusual for women to throw panties on stage during this Welsh-born singer's performances. I think we're teeing up the next song. I think so. I might, I might have to do the Carlton again. I might have to do the Carlton. It's not unusual for women to throw panties on stage during this Welsh-born singer's performances. I was told I have to do the Carlton in the play that I'm in. Ah! <laughs> you better learn it. I am no good at it. I've discovered... You gotta learn. Even though it's just a step touch, I'm not very good. This, uh, this, this person's been on our, uh, in a couple of our... Yeah, everybody decks. loves a callback. Everybody loves a callback. Question number two, singers. It's not unusual for women to throw panties on stage during this Welsh-born singer's performances. All right, moving on to question number three. Vehicles. This Jeep model was introduced in 2018 and is one of the last American-made pickup trucks available with a manual transmission. What? You want to drive a stick. What? You don't have a lot of choices anymore. What? But this Jeep is still available. Don't forget, folks, our friends from the local PBA are over in the corner selling raffle tickets in service of the Allegro School over in Cedar Knolls selling patches. You can see them all night. They'll be here all night with us. So the raffle, they're giving away a Weber Genesis 2 four-burner grill with accessories. Oh. Worth 13 and a quarter. Oh, my God. That's might, a super grill, man. I might have to buy one. Second prize, a solo stove Yukon fire pit. Nice. Third prize, a Yeti, a Yeti, Yeti, Yeti 45 can cooler. <laughs> you got Star I'm, Wars. I'm just on, reading all over the know, place You got tonight. Star Wars on the brain. And fourth uh, prize is an American flag cornhole board. Damn. All proceeds... Go to the PBA. And also, Allegro School in Cedar Knolls. Pretty cool. All right, here we go. Moving on to question number four. Movies, Bandito and Old Blood and Guts are two nicknames for this general who commanded the 3rd United States Army in France to Germany after the Allied invasion of Normandy. Arguably, this is not a movie category as much as it is a war hero category. Well, it could be both. There we go. It, yeah. It could be both. It could be both, sure. Bandito and Old Blood and Guts are two nicknames of this general who Let's commanded the 3rd United States Army in France to Germany after the Allied invasion of Normandy. Oh, I see what you're doing. This, sure, it could be movies. War hero called Bandito and Old Blood and Guts are two nicknames of this general who commanded the 3rd United States Army in France to Germany after the Allied invasion of Normandy. 
But it's really a war hero question. Oh, totally. I would love a nickname like Old Blood and Guts. I would like a nickname like Bandito. <laughs> because of my love of Fritos, of, of course. Of course. You are the Frito Bandito. Tis I, question number five, musical terms. This term is used as a concluding musical section that is formally distinct from the main structure. Oh, boy. This Ooh. term is used as a concluding musical section that is formally distinct from the main structure. Hmm. It's like this. a little bit at the end. A little tag. A little, uh, little extra. It's related to the rest, but so not all the way. I guess an example would be... Brap. I guess that could be one. Well, that's more of a. No, that, yeah, that's, that's more, more of a stinger. That's we're a not stinger. looking for stinger. No, we're not looking for stingers. We're looking for. It's a, little, a longer piece. Yeah, it's a little longer piece. After the second ending, you usually go back a third time. You do the DSL. It's, this, and then it's it's like a button, and then you jump to the end. And jump to the end. Right, that's about all I can give without giving it away. I literally just caught myself from saying the yes, word. Yes, I know. Bite your tongue. So let's not do that again. No. All right, moving on to question number six. Song lyrics in the Deep Purple song, Smoke on the Water. Swiss time was running out. They had to find another place. Where did they end up? Oh, it's lyrical. In the deep purple song, Smoke on the Water. Swiss time was running out. They had to find another place. Where did they end up? Smoke on the water. In the deep purple song, Smoke on the Water, Swiss time was running out. They had to find another place. Where did they end up? I learned from the best. Here we go. Moving on to question number seven. Geography. What is the largest city in Morocco? The largest city in Morocco is the answer to question seven. How mysterious. Morocco. Morocco. You know, 
one person at the table will know it. A couple people can reason it out. And everybody will know. You know, and I think there's a lot of that. All righty. It's an even round, so after this next question, stick around. Question number eight, U.S. cities. This city's great fire of 1871 destroyed one-third of the city and left more than 100,000 homeless. Wow. Question eight, U.S. cities. This city's great fire of 1871 destroyed one-third of the city and left more than 100,000 homeless. I forever now equate any citywide disaster with the molasses flood. Yeah, in Boston. I don't know why. Like, I, I know what the Great Fire is. But to me, it's like all those people drowning in molasses. In molasses. And on hot days, you can smell it. And, like, the fact that how much molasses was there... <laughs> That you drowned in it. Like, it seems so slow and viscous. And you're like, oh, no, the molasses. That has nothing to do with the great fire of 1871, however. We, di we digress. That's what we're asking about. The great fire of 1871. And because it is an even round, we have a bonus question for you. Nice. What do all the prior answers have in common? So look over your answer sheet. The questions don't have anything in common, but nope. the answers, when taken as a whole, yep. perhaps something will present itself and make you go, ah, a commonality. Hmm. And you should take this opportunity to write that commonality down. Yes. And then once you do, you can bring up your sheets because this is the end of round two. And we have a riddle for you to solve. Oh, my goodness. What word in the English language does the following? The first two letters signify a male. The first three letters signify a female. The first four letters signify a, a, a great, while the entire word signifies a great woman. What is the word? And we'll see you in a little bit. Well, we got some people still standing after this round. I'm still standing. Couple. Oof. But how about the after this riddle? All right. Do what, we what? know the word? Anybody know the word? Did anybody come up with the word? Anybody got it? Heroin. You're a quizzer. Heroin. First we word, got it. he. First three letters, her. First four letters, hero. Entire word, heroin. First six letters, horrible drug. Exactly. Yes. I left that out. <laughs> we didn't add that. I was going to say, first six letters are a horse, and oh. then didn't. No. All right, here we go. Let's get some answers. 1985 movie mask. Story of who? Rocky, Rocky Dennis. Dennis. Mom says I look like a lion. Singers, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Tom Jones. Jeep model introduced in 2018 was the Gladiator. 
Bandito, Old Blood and Guts was, of course, Patton. Term is used as a concluding musical selection, formally distinct from the main structure, the coda. Deep Purple, Smoke on the Water, Swiss Time was running out. They were going to the Grand Hotel. Largest city in Morocco, Casablanca. City's Great Fire of 1871 destroyed one-third of the city. That would be Chicago. A lot of people, a lot of Oz. All right, let's go over our answers. Rocky, Tom Jones, Gladiator, Patton, Coda, Grand Hotel, Casablanca, Chicago. What are they all? Rocky, 1976, Tom Jones, 1963, Gladiator, 2001, Patton, 1970, Coda, 2021, Grand Hotel, 31 and 32, Casablanca, 1943, Chicago, 2002. Those all sound like they were best picture winners. Best picture winners. So those of you who knew... Those of you who knew, knew, and there are most of you did know. See, for me, Coda... That was, the, that was the clincher for me. All right, let's see how folks did in round two. Couple almost perfects. Oh. I don't see how that's any of your business. And the sixth, Sheik's Sick Sheep. Nice. There you go. If I take my time, think about it. Sixth is really the tough one in there. Uh, both, uh, both teams, eight points. Lunch Lady Fantasy with seven. In Canada, we call them seagulls. Everything's coming up Millhouse with six. Bunch of people with five points, darts and farts, discreet juice, I didn't inhale, not your parents, off in the corner, and you're a quizzard, Harry, all five points. With four points, the Sherpa and the goat. Bunch of people with two points, at least we aren't last. Fresh produce, Natalie, the Cosmopolitans, and the fast turkeys, and lobster tails in 18th with one point. Good night, Connor. Connor, ladies and gentlemen. Connor, Connor, you've worked hard. You've cleared the plates. Thank you for your help. <laughs> you've earned your break. <laughs> he didn't middle finger his way out. <laughs> hey, it's the community handout round. Jeff is going around to our community and handing out a sheet. You can work on this as a team. We start out with the king of beers. And then the champagne of beers. And then great taste, less filling. Then when you're out of this brand, you're out of beer. And then the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Then Australian for beer. And probably the best beer in the world. And then senses never forget. And it's all about the beer. When the mountain turns blue, it's cold as the Rockies. I am Canadian. All right, here I come with two From more. the land of the sky blue waters. And finally, what'll you have? All righty, folks. All right. Well, then, 
This hey. has been a bit of a disaster. Hey, best laid plans. But we've got it. We figured it out. And we scored it. So we, let's go through. Name the beer associated with their slogan. The king of beers, of course, is Budweiser. Champagne of beers is Miller High Life. Great taste, less filling, Miller Lights. When you're out of this brand, you're out of beer. Schlitz. The one beer to have when you're having more than one. Schaefer beer. Ha, uh, ha, sitting pretty. The one beer to have when you're Schaefer beer. Australian for beer, Foster's mate. Probably the best beer in the world, Carlsberg. Senses never forget Sapporo. It's all about the beer. Heineken, when the mountain turns blue, it's cold as the Rockies. Coors Light, Coors Light. I am Canadian, Molson, Molson Canadian. From the land of the sky blue waters, Hams. That's a tough one. What'll you have? Paps Blue Ribbon. All right, so as we switch over to the game score, how did people do? All right, let's All see. All right, so we've got darts and farts and the Sherpa and the goat. Ten points each. Nice. And a sh sharp fall off with Lunch Lady Fantasy. <coughs> In the sixth, Sheik's Sick Sheep. Both with seven points. A lot of teams with six. Discreet Juice, I Didn't Inhale, Natalie, Not Your Parents, The Cosmopolitans, and The Fast Turkeys, all with six. In Canada, we call them seagulls. And I don't see how that's any of your business. And off in the corner with five points. At least we aren't last. Everything's coming up. Millhouse, and you're a Quizzard Harry with four. Lobster Tails with three. And Fresh Produce with two. Oh, boy. All right. So let us... Go back to the more traditional trivia round. Here we go. Question number one. Made in the USA, the company founded in 1932 by George G. Bladesell and located in Bradford, PA, has been lighting up the world for 90 years. Oh. This company founded, by, founded in 1932 by George G. Blaisdell and located in Bradford, PA, has been lighting up the world for 90 years. Hmm. Hey, how was your birthday, Jeff? Hey, my birthday was pretty great, Bob. Yeah, yeah. My son and I did the Hot Wings Challenge. Oh. We did the Hot Ones Challenge because it was uh, kind of crummy out. And uh, we made it through. Excellent. We made it through. It was, it was pretty hot. It was, I'll tell you, I, the ones we did here, yeah. I think we wussed a little bit. Did you get a whole different one? No, no. But I, like, I put a schmear of the uh. hot sauce on the nugget. So it was like frosting. <laughs> so I made sure that I got, you know, nice. what I felt was an appropriate amount yeah. of mouth burning. Not the, not the little dab. Not the little dab. Like we went with a full thing. And even then, I don't, I think uh, the delivery system needs to be finessed. Very good. This company founded in 1932 by George G. Blaisdell located in Bradford, PA, has been lighting up the world for 90 years. All right, here we go. Moving on to question number two. 
Ah, misheard song lyrics. This Money Man's 1977 hit song is often heard as Two Chickens to Paralyze. <laughs> Name the song. Uh, I've got two chickens to paralyze. <laughs> oh, do you now? Oh, <laughs> I should have something better. Uh, that's very, that's, that's good. So you'll excuse me as I kiss this guy. As I kiss this guy. And there's a bathroom on the right. There's a bathroom on the right. But we're looking for two chickens to paralyze. Hey there, Rodrigo. Days when the games change. <laughs> Rodrigo. Hey, so I, I had an MRI today. Did you? I did, for real. Just exploratory, everything's fine. Well, that's good. And I was doing... Just, just for fun? You just went for fun? No, just doc doctor's orders. But I, um, I was doing some research, and I found that canines can't get magnetic imaging. So really? Do dogs can't get MRIs. Why is that? But cats can... Uh, just go home. Come just on. go home for that. No, I really no. But I really did have an MRI today. But cats I, I can. <laughs> Question three. <laughs> ah, in the 1973 Led Zeppelin song "The Ocean," what is the ocean a metaphor for? Is that like a Meta 5-5? Five five? Not a Meta 5-5. Five five. In the 1973 Led Zeppelin song, The Ocean, what is the ocean a metaphor for? In the 1973 Led Zeppelin song, a little snippet of it, which you just heard. What is the ocean a metaphor for? For what is the ocean a metaphor? Nineteen seventy-three Led Zeppelin song "The Ocean." What is the ocean a metaphor for? All right, moving on to question number four: Beer in movies. Oh, my second favorite way to enjoy beer. In Jaws, nineteen seventy-five. What kind of beer does Quint drink? Wait, now this also seems very familiar. This to was me. in the Clue Club. Oh. This brand of beer every summer re-releases its classic can design that appeared in Jaws. This was the Clue in the Clue Club today. 
Again, don't forget our friends from the PBA over by the entrance selling chances to win some pretty cool stuff. Selling patches, helping out the Allegro School in Cedar Knolls. Check them out on the way out. They'll be here all night with us. In the meantime, beer and movies in Jaws 1975. What kind of beer does Quit drink? Cage goes in the water. You go in the cage. No, you go in the cage. Cage goes in the water. Sharks in the water. A blank sheet. How dare you? Of course. That's all right. All right, moving on to question number okay. five. Airplanes. Bruce Dickinson, lead singer of Iron Maiden, has a pilot's license and has personally flown the band while on tour. Name this presidential sounding plane named after the band's mascot. Oh, this is a delicious question. Bruce Dickinson, lead singer of Iron Maiden, has a pilot's license and has personally flown with the band while on tour. Name this presidential sounding plane named after the band's mascot. Ah. Hmm, got to think of an Iron Maiden song. Hmm. Think about that. Question five, airplanes, Bruce Dickinson, lead singer of Iron Maiden, has a pilot's license and has personally flown the band while on tour. Name this presidential sounding plane named after the band's mascot. All right, moving on to question number six. Actors and roles. Hey, speaking of the Clue Club, Ooh. this comedic British actor, most famously known for chasing women while Yakety Sax plays in the background, played the toy maker in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Who is he? This was our third clue in the Clue Club. We mentioned an interview with this comedian where he mentioned with the mental age of 15, he was too young to get married. This used to be on, what, Channel 9 at like 11 o'clock? Channel 9, it was very saucy. It was. It was. They would have to run it late at night because it was uh, a little randy, a little suggestive for young minds. But this was another clue in the Clue Club. 
All right, moving on to question number seven. Musicals, Claude Hooper Bukowski, George Berger, Woof Jeannie Hud, and Sheila Franklin are all characters in this Hirsute musical that debuted in 1967 and had a 2009 revival. Claude Hooper Bukowski, George Berger, Woof, Jeannie, Hud, and Sheila Franklin are all characters in this Hirsute musical that debuted in 1967 and had a 2009 revival. There's one word in this clue that everything hinges on. Everything. If you know what hirsute means. You got it. You got it. Claude Hooper Bukowski, George Berger, Woof, Jeannie, Hud, and Sheila Franklin are all characters in this hirsute musical that debuted in 1967 and had a 2009 revival. I'll tell you, I would have sworn that revival was a lot more recent. I know, me too. It was a big deal. Like they would, uh, they'd live stream the curtain call and yeah, yeah. invite everybody up on stage to dance. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It feels like it was newer than 2009, no. but maybe not. Well, that was a different world we lived in in 2009. Oh my goodness, wasn't it? We were full of hope. Not anymore. A young Joe Piscopo taught us to laugh. Taught us to laugh. All right, moving on to question number eight. Harry Potter. Oh. Ah, finally, for up to four points. Name the four houses of Hogwarts. For up to four points. No penalty. No penalty. For getting them wrong. But if you get them right, I will give you one point for, for each every house. house of Hogwarts. An easy breather question. How to regain some points quick? Name the four houses of Hogwarts. Name the four houses of Hogwarts. Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Trowfaz. And the sheets are coming up. And the sheets are coming up, and that will bring us to the end of round three. That's oh, all right. solve this brain teaser, which is the odd one out. Make that a little bigger, Bob. Who can I will. see it? Tin, minim, militia, sieve, linen, avoid. Which word is the odd one out? And we'll see you in a little bit. Okie dokie. All right. Let's so, uh, turn down. Odd one out. Tin, minimum militia, sieve, linen, and avoid. This is a toughie. This was impossible. But here we go. Linen. Every other letter in every other word is a Roman numeral. Your brains were teased. 
with that Can one. they hate us anymore tonight? I don't know. Look at that. See? Linen. Every other letter. All right, let's get some answers. Company founded in 1932 by Georgie Bazell, located in Bradford. If you look on the bottom, you see made in Bradford a Zippo lighter. The lighting is the flame. It's not a bulb. Exactly. This Money Man's 1977 hit song often heard is Two Chickens to Paralyze. Name the song Two Tickets to Paradise. We wanted the song. That's right. It was by Eddie Money. Bam, bam, we were looking for the... The ocean is the metaphor for the crowd, the audience. We, we, we had some uh, pretty colorful answers with this one. So thank you for all of that. Jaws, 1975. What beer does Quint drink? Narragansett. What and kind? look, here's our buddy Jeff. Enjoying a Narragansett. Doing my favorite. Uh, there we go. Look at that. Look at that. Very nice. Bruce Dickinson, lead singer of Iron Maiden. Run to the hills. He's got a plane called Ed Force One. Comedic British actor, most famously known for chasing women while yakety sax plays in the background, Mr. <laughs> Benny Hill. <laughs> He'd smack the little guy on the head. Musicals, Claude Hooper, Bukowski, George Berger, Wolf, Jeannie Hudd, and Sheila Franklin are all characters in this musical. Hair. Not hairspray. Hairspray did not come out in 67. Why don't my mother love me? Hair. Harry Potter for up to four points. Name the four houses. Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, and Slytherin. All right, let's see how folks did in round three. All right, well, we've got Lunch Lady Fantasy in the sixth. Sheik's Sick Sheep, both with nine points. Darts and Farts, Discreet Juice. Everything's coming up. Millhouse and the Sherpa and the Goat with eight points. In Canada, we call them seagulls. And I don't see how that's any of your business with seven points. Oh, boy. A lot of teams with six. At least we aren't last. I didn't inhale. Madeline, not your parents. The Fast Turkeys and you're a quizzard, Harry. With five points, Fresh Produce off in the corner in the Cosmopolitans. And with four points, Lobster Tails. All right. So where are we? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Things Jeff forgot to do again. Oh, boy. What a miserable day I'm having. It's all right. I, I was talking to Bob, and I'm like, you know, I'm really not, uh, I don't have my head in the game today. That's all right. Did I tell you about my MRI? Tell us more, Bob. I had one, yeah. I went in twice. They laid me down. I went in, put an IV in and everything, went in, did my whole midsection. Pretty cool. So did you go in a standing up one, or did you lay down? No, lay down. I laid down. And uh, how'd you do with that? Any, uh, how to take off all my metal. How to take off my belt. Take the change out of your pockets so it doesn't zing up. And I was able to keep my watch on there. But, uh, but it was fine. It no was panic fine. attack inside? No panic attack. No, it was nice because you lay down and the ceiling is all uh, cloud tiles. So it puts you in the mind that you're on the beach, and they play nice music. Oh, and, and you were just on a beach. And I was just on a beach, so I, I used my sense memory from my acting days, and I imagined myself 
on a cool beach with some nice music. There we All go. Right, so let's take a look. In first place, we've got a tie. Darts and Farts and Lunch Lady Fantasy, both with 30 points. But so close behind the Sherpa and the Goat with 29. Right behind the Six Cheap 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 with 28. With 27, I don't see how that's any of your business. Woo! I'm just steamrolling right through it. Discreet Juice, Not Your Parents with 25. Everything's Coming Up Millhouse and I Didn't Inhale with 23. And Canada, we call them Seagulls with 22. The Fast Turkeys with 21. Off in the Corner with 20. Madly with 17. At least we aren't last. You're a Quizard Harry with 16. The Cosmopolitans with 15. And Fresh Produce and Lobster Tails are angling for something out of the prize bag. All right, well, there's plenty of game left, and we're going to play round four right now. Question number one, U.S. history. From the Latin for before the war, this term is generally associated with the period before the Civil War. From the Latin for before the spelling war. Spelling does not count. No, no spelling. We never count spelling at Best Men Trivia. Spelling is for school. From Latin for before the war, this term is generally associated with the period before the Civil War. As long as we know what you're trying to say, we don't mind spelling. No. But if the word is Jones and you smell it Smith and just say, oh, I misspelled it, yeah. uh, not so much. But yeah, if you, so uh, you know, spell Smith Smythe, that's fine. We'll figure it out. All right, moving on to question number two. Songwriters. Johnny Cash's song, A Boy Named Sue, was penned by what American writer, poet, cartoonist, songwriter, and playwright? This is a regular old renaissance man. Oh, yeah. The guy who wrote A Boy Named Sue wrote a bunch of things that you would be familiar with, not only songs. Mm. You would probably know his books. You Perhaps. might recognize a drawing. Perhaps. You might be aware of his plays. Mm. A regular jack of all trades. Yep, he's got a few uh, big songs. This was one of them. All right, moving on to question number three, sports. This double play by the Chicago Cubs was immortalized in a poem, Baseball's Sad Lexicon, by Franklin Pierce Adams. Name the three players. We oh. need all three, no penalties. Oh, boy. And it's a pretty famous triptych. It is. This double play by the Chicago Cubs was immortalized in a poem, Baseball's Sad Lexicon, by Franklin Pierce Adams, name the three players. Mix it up a little bit. This double play by the Chicago Cubs was immortalized in a poem, Baseball Sad Lexicon by Franklin Pierce Adams. Name the three players. I'll tell you, it, this is one of those things that rolls off the tongue. It does. 
I look forward to the answer, so to saying I. the answer. Exactly. I'll save it for you. All right, moving on to question number four. Oh, oh. it's a Celebrity Club sandwich. Oh, very nice. Very nice. All right, so for those of you who haven't played with us before, let us describe what the Celebrity Club sandwich is. So in this category, we're asking for three celebrity names in a row. So if the clue was Rizzo went to a Magic Mike show with the youngest Oscar winner, the answer would be Stocker Channing Tatum O'Neill. Because Stocker Channing played Rizzo in the movie Grease. Channing Tatum was Magic Mike. And Tatum O'Neill was the youngest Oscar winner. So you take Stocker Channing's last name and it becomes the first name of our second celebrity. And then the second celebrity last name becomes the first name of our third celebrity. All right. So here we go. So tonight's Celebrity Club Sandwich, Naomi's daughter eats his shorts at detention and those of an anti-apartheid revolutionary. Oh, wow. boy. Naomi's daughter eats his shorts at detention and those of an anti-apartheid revolutionary. Ooh, I'm going back to my amber beer. Going from red to amber. I, I will give one hint. Go ahead. Eat my shorts is not referring to Bart Simpson. Ah. A little clue. Naomi's daughter eats his shorts at detention. At detention. That's the, that's the important phrase. At detention. And those of an anti-apartheid revolutionary. So maybe you can figure out who Naomi is, and that may lead you the rest of the way. Or maybe you might know who Naomi is, but you know the anti-apartheid revolutionary, and you can maybe work your way backwards. Or maybe you know or who said, eat my shorts, while he was at detention. At detention. And then you can build the forwards and the backwards. Lots of ways to skin this cat. This is a three-dimensional answer. It is. It's like playing space chess with Mr. Spock. It is. Fourth-dimensional chess. Coming at me. You guys okay now? You caught up? Robin and Erica would like to say thank you to everybody for your patience as they worked out the bleeding of the lines. Thank you, everybody. All right, moving on to question number five. Oh, within 10 cents, what was the average price of a gallon of gas in 2002? 20 years ago. Wow. That, see, now that in and of itself is upsetting. I know. With, Don't tell me that's 20 years ago. That's 20 years ago. No, it's not. It is. Within 10 cents, what was the average price of a gallon of gas in 2002? 20 years ago is like 1997. 2002. Get out of here. Well, I was watching one of my favorite movies, Almost Famous, yesterday. Ah, we gave that a wow last we week. We did. And uh, it came up copyright 2000. Almost had a heart attack. Yeah. 
And you heard uh, Mark Marin yell, lock the gates. Lock the gates. Within 10 cents, what was the average price of a gallon of gas in 2002? Ooh, I see lots and lots of heated discussion. Heads are coming together. Facts and figures. Charts coming out. I'm seeing slide rulers. Unbelievable. All right, folks, moving on to question number six. Food and drink. Which country invented ice cream? Hmm. Which country invented ice cream? God. Which, again, is one of those things that you just kind of expected. It was always here. God bless them. The Somebody had to invent ice cream? It didn't just exist? It, 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 it wasn't like on the sixth day. God created God ice created cream? God created ice cream. If he did, the question is, in what country? Yeah, exactly. I know the cone was invented at the World's Fair. Not asking about the cone. No, we're not. We're asking about the stuff in the cone. I want my $2. want my $2. $2. I want my $2. That has nothing to do with what country nothing. invented ice cream, nothing. though. We're just completely tangential. Focus, Jeffrey. Focus. <laughs> All right, moving on to question number seven. Mythical creatures. The unicorn is the national animal of what country? The unicorn is the national animal of what country? Speaking of poems and songs written by a songwriter. Exactly. The unicorn is the national animal of what country? Cats and rats and elephants, but as sure as you're born. The I loveliest I don't know what of kind all. Of, I don't know what kind of statement they're making with having a fanciful animal as your national animal. Maybe that's the point. Exa maybe, could be. Mythical creatures. Okay, moving on to question number eight. Ooh, children's TV. This children's program premiered March 31st, 1997 on the BBC. The show featured four colorful characters with TV screens on their bellies. Aww. Or maybe in their bellies. Of their bellies. Part of their bellies? Four colorful... Wow. No talking tonight. No. Four colorful Characters with TV screens in or on about their bellies. Amongst their bellies. In their belly vicinity. There was a TV. There was a TV. Now, this is a bonus round. It is. 
It being an even round. It is. So therefore, we have a bonus for you. Up to four points. Name the characters. Can you name the four characters who have TVs in their bellies? Who have said TV in said belly? If you can, we'll give you f- up to four points. One point per name. Look at you. Oh, boom! Some- in. Somebody was on it. Here we go. All right, folks. That'll bring us to the end of round four. Thank you, sir. While we score, solve the riddle. You see a boat filled with people. It is not sunk. But when you look again, you don't see a single person on the boat. Why? Answer this, and we'll see you in a little bit. Oh, boy. All right, you see a boat filled with people. It is not sunk. But when you look again, you don't see a single person on the boat. Why? Because it's the love boat. It's the love boat. Everybody's paired up. They're all married. So dumb. All right, let's get some answers from Latin before the war. Antebellum. Johnny Cash's song, A Boy Named Sue, was penned by this American writer, cartoonist, songwriter, and playwright, Mr. Shel Silverstein. Where the sidewalk ends. Double play by the Chicago Cubs was immortalized in a poem by... Tinkers to Evers to to Chance. chance. There's never been a sadder phrase than Tinkers to Evers to Chance. Naomi's daughter eats his shorts at detention in those of an anti-apartheid revolutionary, Winona Judd Nelson Mandela. Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd is also okay. We We just didn't update the slide. We took Ashley, too. She has many children. She has many children. We took Ashley, too. Nobody wrote Winona except me on the slide. Everybody else wrote Wrote Ashley. Ashley, And we took it. Ashley's all good. Within 10 cents, everybody's going to have a heart attack. $1.36. So if you wrote anything Oof. down between a dollar twenty-six and a dollar forty-six, you are in the money. Thanks, Vladimir Putin. Food and drink. What country invented ice cream? China. China. Unicorn. Animal of what country? Scotland. Children's program. Of course, the Teletubbies. And who were they? Tinky Winky Dipsy La La and Poe. All right, so how did folks do? Hoofa! Everything's coming up Millhouse and the Sherpa and the Goat. Ten points. Darts and farts, discreet juice, and the sixth sheeks, sick sheep with nine points. In Canada, I'm assuming I scored something wrong somewhere. In Canada, we call them seagulls with eight. At least we aren't last. I didn't inhale. I don't see it. That's any of your business with seven. Madeley, the Cosmopolitans and the Fast Turkeys with six. Lunch Lady Fantasy, not your parents, off in the corner with four. Fresh Produce, your Acquizzard Harry and Lobster Tails uh, are with three and Lobster Tails with one. So let's take a look at our standings, which are subject to change, but we've got a tie with Darts and Farts, and now the Sherpa and the Goat are up with 39 points. The four S's are at 37. I've, ju- I've just punted. Uh, Discreet Juice, I don't see that's any of your business. And Lunch Lady Fantasy with 34. Everything's Coming Up Millhouse with 33. In Canada, we call them Seagulls and I Didn't Inhale with 30. 
Not Your Parents with 29, The Fast Turkeys with 27, Off in the Corner with 24, At Least We Aren't Last, and Madly with 23, The Cosmopolitans with 21, Your Acquizzard Harry with 19, Fresh Produce with 14, and Lobster Tails with 12. All right, well, here we so, go. Give me half a second before we get into round five. Go ahead. You may contest. All right, we will uh, take it under advisement, and we will give you the points if uh, I agree with your multiple citations. If I have multiple citations that say China, though. Ooh, we have a question. There is. There is some dispute as to where ice cream was invented. Oh. The BBC says it was Persia. Oh. No, Italy doesn't seem to be, even though almost everybody wrote Italy, one team wrote Persia. Persia's not a country. Persia was a country 2,000 years ago. Oh, that's right. It was 2,000 years ago. Now it's Iran. Ice creams we enjoy today are said to have been invented in Italy. Look at this. Everybody's got something to say. All right. Well, we'll take a look. You know what we're going to do? This is what I'm going to do. Everybody gets a point. Everybody gets a point. Everybody so gets a point. So basically, none of you have done anything except all boats. All boats rise. All right. Everybody gets credit. The... The thing is uh, discounted. That's all right. That's all right. It happens. Shit happens. We're only human. All right. Move it on there, Bob. Here we go. Let's go into round five. There's a lot of movement, a lot of points to be had in round five. Because don't forget, correct answers will net you three points. Wrong answers will dock you two. Blank will give you nothing. So let us dive into round five. Question number one. It's lyrical. I'm not a sailor, I'm not a sailor, I'm a captain, I'm a captain, I'm a captain. The lyrics to this classic 18th century folk song turned into a 1950s pop hit have been translated into English. Name the song. Ooh. The pop hit was not sung in English. No. I'm not a sailor. What the hell indeed? I'm not a sailor. I'm a captain, I'm a captain, I'm a captain. The lyrics to this classic 18th century folk song turned into a 1950s pop hit have been translated into English. Name the song. I will say that the pop hit had a resurgence in uh, late 80s. I believe it did. So it was a hit for one artist, and then it was made a hit in the biopic about that artist. Indeed. There we go. There's there your go. hint. There's, There's your, your hint. big, giant hint. That's it. A big, lobbed softball. If we can't get ice cream right, we <laughs> got to... Uh, you know, but see, that's one of those questions where, where details get lost to the winds of time. All righty, moving on to question number two. Theft. Theft. What is the most st stolen food in the world? Oh. What is the most stolen food in the world? Oh. 
What is the most stolen food in the world? What? What? I can't understand what you're saying. We just can't hear you. Uh, by number of things stolen. Yeah. It's not, okay. So the question is uh, the most stolen food in the world. So if it was like truffles, right? You would steal a pound of truffles, which would be worth $10 million versus a pound of lettuce, which is worth nothing. What we're looking for is the volume of things stolen, yes. not the value. Not the value. Not the, the value, the volume. The volume. If I go to a store and I steal one head of lettuce and I steal five bundles of celery, the most stolen food is, is the celery. celery. Mm. All right. Question number three. Sports. On an eight-person rowing team, what is the person doing the steering and directing the team called? On an eight-person rowing team, what is the person doing the steering and the directing team called? And directing the, the team called. The cheese, st uh, the statistic. Stroke. Eight-person rowing team. Stroke. 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 Beer, 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 beer. All right, moving on to question number four. Geography. Anguilla, Aruba, Barbados, St. Martin, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and Grenada are part of a group of islands in the Caribbean Sea collectively known as what? I thought you were singing Kokomo there for a moment. Aguila, Aruba, come on to the mama, to Barbados, mama, mama, pretty mama. It's like the lyrics to Kokomo. Mm. Collectively known as what? All right. Moving on to question number five, measurements. What does the Scoville scale measure? Speaking of the devil. Hmm. Everybody loves a callback. What does the Scoville scale measure? Timely, a timely question. All right. Moving on to question number six. Everybody's talking about it. Look, sure, the 2022 Oscars had the slap, but the 1992 Oscars had the one-armed push-up. 
Name the best supporting actor winner who has accepted his award on one arm. Ah. Oh, really? Oh. Come on. I was out of college by 92. Shit. <sighs> we're the All olds. Right. We're, the, we're the olds. It was bound to happen. We're the olds. Yeah. Right. Hey, but age is in the mind. Age is in the mind. It's just a number, man. It's just a number. And I, uh, I, don't I still feel, feel as dumb as I was at 15. I don't, I don't feel any of my 52 years, except when I get up in the morning. Other than that. Creek, pop, ouch. Vim, vim vigor, going to the gym, lifting weights. It's a whole thing. All right, moving on to question number seven. Animal parts named after other animals. What is the triangular-shaped underside of a horse's hoof called? Animal parts named after other animals. Somebody's very excited that they might know the answer to this. What is the triangular-shaped underside of a horse's hoof called? This is one of those things you're like, when will I ever use... Oh, my God, tonight! Why do I need to learn this? I will use it tonight! When, do I, when am I ever going to use this? Trivia, man. Trivia. That should be the answer for teachers. Why do I need to know this? Because you're going to play trivia one day. Because you're going to get to be 20-something years old. You're going to sit in a bar, and these guys are going to shout questions at you. And you're going to know the answer. And you're going to win yourself some beer. It's going to know. It's, it, it's going to be the difference between walking out of here with a gift certificate or not. Teach. All right. Rounding out the game. Oh, God. Oh, you've all been Rickrolled. Because tonight's questions were all written by Rick, co-founding member of Locomotive Breath, right there at the end of the bar. Say hi to Rick. Say hi to Rick. You can shout at him all the wrong answers. But for <laughs> six points, tell us the name of the song and the artist of that song that we just played. All right. And you can thank Rick for tonight's game. Or curse him. Or curse him. <laughs> but he came up a couple weeks ago with a big stack of legal papers that I had insomnia, and I wrote a game. Would you guys play it? And we said, We said, yes. sure. Absolutely. But you're not going to play that night, though. He said, okay. He said, okay. All right, you've been Rickrolled up to six points. Name the song and the artist of the song you just heard. And that, folks, will bring us to the end of round five. Figure out this brain teaser while we score, and we'll see you in a little bit. All right, All right here we go. All right, figure out the brain teaser. Everybody get a split level. There split you go. Split level. Very good. We gave you a gimme for the last one. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get some answers. I'm not a sailor. I'm not a sailor. I'm a captain. I'm a captain. I'm a captain. La, la, la bomba. bomba. Ha, da, 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 la, bomba. Most stolen food in the world. Cheese. 4% of 
of the world's cheese is stolen, stolen. every year, according to Time Magazine, uh, quoting a report by the uh, Consumer Protection Council. By mice? Not rice. 4% no, of cheese. by mice. Oh, by mice. Yeah, could be. <laughs> On an eight-person rowing team, the person doing the steering is called the coxswain, or the coxswain, or the cox. All right. And Anguilla, Aruba, Barbados, St. Martin, down to Kokomo, are known as the lesser Antilles. What is the Scoville scale measure? The heat of peppers. Spiciness. Spiciness. Sure, the 2002 Oscars had the slap, but who did the one-arm push-up? Mr. Jack Palance. For city slickers. Believe it or not. Name and bravo to the person who said, for the team who said Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges. What is the triangular-shaped understood of a horse zip called? It's the frog. Up to six points. You've all been Rickrolled. Who was it? Rick Astley, never going to give you up. All right, so how did folks do in round five? It's a pretty strong round. Lunch Lady Fantasy posted 21 points. Right behind with 19 is Darts and Farts and the Discreet Juice. Right behind is the Sherpa and the Goat with 18. The Cosmopolitans and the triple, uh, Quadruple S's with 16. Not Your Parents with 14. In Canada, we call them Seagulls with 13. Everything's coming up. Millhouse with 12. At least we aren't last with 10. I don't see how that's any of your business. And Madely with 9. I didn't inhale. The fast turkeys and fresh produce with 8. Lobster tails with 7. And off in the corner and your wizard Harry took off before we played. No. So they got nothing. All right. So in fourth place with 54 points tied with the 6, six, six sheep. Discreet juice in the 4 S's. In sixth place, everything's coming up. Millhouse with 46 points. Seventh place in Canada, we call them Seagulls with 44. Tied with, I don't see how that's any of your business, and not your parents, all with 44 points. I didn't inhale with 39. The Cosmopolitans with 38. The Fast Turkeys with 36. At least we aren't last with 34. Madeley with 33. Off in the corner with 25. Fresh Produce with 23. And Lobster Tails, where are you? Where are the Lobster Tails? There you are, back in the corner. Lobster Tails, you get to pick a DVD out of the prize bag. Because, sure, maybe you're the last on the list, but you're the first in our hearts. Ooh. Throw your hand in. Pick something out. What's what do you get? What do you get? What's Blazing Saddles. Ah, nice. It's a fantastic movie. Blazing Saddles. Maybe you have a DVD player. Maybe you don't. A Mel Brooks classic. All right, let's get look at our winners. In third place with 56 points, Lunch Lady Fantasy. Second place with 58 points, The Sherpa and the Goats. And our winners, Darts and Farts with 59 points. Winners, please stick around. We'd like to take your picture and make sure you get your prizes. Again, folks, mark it on your calendars. May the 4th be with you. Trivia spectacular. Star Wars trivia. Two weeks from tonight. We will see you then. And may the force be with you. Thanks for playing, everybody. To polish your lightsaber. See you then. Give Rick a pat on the back on your way out. <laughs>